0: The current date is June of 2023. Welcome to the Time Capsule Podcast, where every episode is like its own little time capsule. We are leaving these recordings here for and won't be touching them for 20 years, but you guys can listen whenever and wherever you like. So, here we go. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Time Capsule Podcast. I'm here today with my buddy Jake. Hey, what's up? And my name is David. I'll be your lovely host for today. And unfortunately, our third and better third of us, Brian, could not be here today. He's having uh, technical difficulties, which I suppose is kind of topical.
1: Yeah, it's weird. We finally get David in, and now Brian's out. It's, uh, it's, it's curse. unfortunate, to say the least. It's a curse. It's the curse of Emotep. Exactly. Uh, this episode is actually being edited by someone new and different, a new addition to the Quinterical team. Her name is Jade, and she is dating David. Hooray. And she has volunteered to edit our uh, podcast indefinitely, question mark? I don't know how much she wants to do, but uh, we're very grateful for her uh, it's very lovely of her to uh, offer her um, her time to do this. So thank you, Jade. Uh, shout out to you. I love you, Jade. Okay, segment over. Jake, what are we talking about today? We're talking. <laughs> We're talking about tech today, the the evolution and the change of technology. But before that, small talk. how Have you been, man? It's been a while.
0: I've been okay. I've been, you know working helping mom with projects around the house uh i bought a brand new exhaust for my motorcycle and it sounds like a big boy bike now so that makes me really happy <laughs> got a mm. nice deep rumble to it when i
1: as long as it's not too loud i approve it's it's, it's of of decent decibel level
0: how how have you been what's up in your life
1: uh, you know, just dealing with the fact that we are living in a capitalist hellscape, and I'm gonna have to work two jobs to afford the mortgage that I'm going to be taking under uh, taking up. Yep. Because I'm working right now. I'm buying my first ever home. It's oh. a nice little condo. Congratulations! And uh, I'm I'm closing on it and in the, in the latter half of this month. Yeah, that's that's a, a definitely a thing that's happening right now, and it sucks not having any you know enough money like. My monthly payment is more than what I make in a single paycheck. Now I, I do get paid every two weeks, so it's it's, I, it's not like, you know, I'm gonna be instantly broke, but I'm definitely gonna be hemorrhaging money. I feel right. That's gonna be the issue because I also have an HOA. Oh, that I have to pay every month. That's unfortunate. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not ideal, but it's it, you either you you find a place that's like. Abandoned and might have been a crack in <laughs> or or uh, you have to shell out a bit of money, you know, yep. to have a place that's like livable. Uh, it's not great.
0: Well, c- congratulations! You know, getting a place of your own is is a big step. And uh, oh, I
1: well, thank you, and and you will be invited to the housewarming party when it occurs. Awesome. Yes. When I say you, I mean David, not you, listeners. Sorry, <laughs> you listeners. <Apologies. laughs> So sorry, come that's from not a, happening. All Please over. don't come to my house. <laughs> oh man, not my house! Please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I did want to bring up though. Um, I have some pretty huge, amazing news in terms of this show. So um, I, re- I very occasionally I will just Google our podcast to see the, the name of our podcast to see you know how it's doing in terms of um, SEO and whether or not. You'll even see it on the first page of results, and I'm happy to report that we now officially have a Google Info Panel.
2: Whoa! So when you Google the
1: name of our show, The Time Capsule Podcast, you will see a little box at the very top of the results screen that says, See Results About, and it'll have our logo that I made and the name of the show right there, and that is something I'm very proud of. That is... I'd like to thank everyone for getting us this far. You're you're we couldn't have done it without you you're awesome
0: that is awesome i just i just google it right now if you click on images one of the images is episode 14 you see time capsule podcast
1: excellente
0: that is mm, that does make the soul feel good
1: beautiful beautiful oh that's Uh, neat yeah i also um I wanted to uh ask you do you have a Netflix or does your family have a Netflix?
0: Uh, I do have a Netflix account.
1: Is it do you share is it a shared account though? Yes, it's with my family. Right, but they all live here in Kansas, I am assuming, Co- right? Correct. So you you're not really affected by it, but um Yeah. To like last week, I want to say, at least that's when it hit my house in particular. I don't know, you know, how the rest of necessarily North America is dealing with it but generally speaking last week Netflix's new um, policy hit North America where if you are sharing a password and you're not in the same um, like geolocation as the owner of the account then they'll kick you off and you and they'll you either have to get like a temporary um, uh, authentication code that only lasts for a short time or buy your own account or like yeah something or other um i think there's a, a hack or work around where you like use a vpn but more often than not a good quality vpn costs money which is what we're trying to avoid here is spending additional money and <laughs> we? Uh, everyone generally no one I likes to spend say. money don't act like you like spending money but, I, david I, get I, off your high horse <laughs> i don't <laughs> the point is though it uh i hate netflix screw netflix netflix sucks now they ruined everything. We had a really nice thing going, actually. My <laughs> uncle is the owner of the Netflix account, and he lives in Colorado. And my father has a Disney Plus account. And so he shared his Netflix password with us, and we shared our Disney Plus password with them. And it was a nice symbiotic relationship there as far as uh, video, movie, and TV streaming goes. But uh, now Netflix is uh, gone. Dashed against the rocks. Yes. Reduced to Adam's.
0: Well, I don't see why they would have done that. Like, if you're like, hey, this person that lives, like, halfway across the United States is still using my account. Like, what do I do? Like, just change your password. Like,
1: I'll tell you exactly why they implemented it. For the pursuit of money. The greedy yeah, yeah. pursuit of money. Yep. Speaking of which, um, do you use Reddit with any degree of regularity? No. So... There's a big brouhaha happening on that website right now, and I've kind of been dying to have someone else to talk to it about. it. So I'll <laughs> ju- I'll just fill you and the rest of the listeners and who may not know about it in other details. I'll have to look it up, and you can you can tell me what you think about it. So, um, for a while now, uh, the uh, Reddit official app has been ex- has existed, but it didn't. It was not always a thing. Like it's it's a pretty recent addition to the to its it, it's a pretty recent thing right. like um i mean it's, it's been like i think it came out while i was in high school i want to say like late high school But that's not the point the point is before that um there were a bunch of third-party apps that you could download either on android or ios that that you could use to as a client to browse reddit and one of the most the most popular one by far is called apollo i don't use that one though i use one called uh reddit is fun and it's it's just it's I mean they're all they all have their strengths, um, but I that's the one I've grown to personally prefer. And uh, very recently, like literally earlier earlier this month, or it might have been like right at the end of May, Reddit announced that their their uh, the price they're going to charge for their API because it used to be free. They would just give out their API to the developers of the apps, and then they would they would use that to um to for the communication between the app and Reddit. Itself, yeah. But then they they recently announced that they're going to charge for it, and they're like, "Don't worry, it's going to be affordable and realistic, and you'll be fine with it." And then they're like, "You can you can pay us uh, twenty million dollars a year for it." <laughs> Actually, <laughs> like it, yeah, it's stupid. And it like even like the only way to make that sustainable is if you made your if you were third party app developers, if you made your third party app a paid subscription. But even then, it'd have to be expensive and and and. and that would drive people away because why why? Why would you use, pay a subscription to a site that's otherwise free? Yeah. And and, and I can uh, go on my the, computer right now gripe, and go to Reddit.com. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lot of the gripe though is the the, the the official Reddit app is is dog feces. It's horrible. It's <laughs> crap. Like the 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 user interface is an absolute travesty. I've I've tried to use it and literally went back to reddit is fun because it's like there's a visual breakdown on reddit somewhere itself where where you've got like these screenshots that are side by side comparisons of how poorly optimized screen space is on the official app versus um i think they use a appa- poll no, no no they use reddit is fun actually in that demonstration and um it's it's kind of appalling uh, how bad it is and it's also the official app is not known for its accessibility support so all, all reddit's blind users if they're on mobile, they they tend to favor third-party apps like Apollo and Reddit is fun, and they also there's also um, uh, moderator tools that are better and more optimized on the third-party apps than the official app, and you know everyone's everyone's angry at at the ridiculous pricing for the APIs. So yeah. Reddit, like hundreds and hundreds, I think maybe even thousands of subreddits are gonna shut down in protest on uh, the twelfth of this month. Wow, and if uh and and i think most uh some of them a lot of the bigger ones are only going to stay shut down for two days but um most of them are shutting down indefinitely until either it's changed or if they refuse to change then there's going to be a mass exodus and people are going to leave reddit and it's going to be like dig do you know what dig is yeah 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 it's gonna it's gonna go the way of dig and vine and well i, I don't think vine was ruined by corporate greed but no. um it's still dead and so it's like my space is dead yeah. I'm just like naming dead things now dead, dead <laughs> platforms the point is though uh, corporate greed is the motivation there the CEO held an AMA earlier today that is June 9th or er, uh, June 9th yes and um, everyone was calling him out and he never addressed any of the actual problems he just kind of he they actually so Reddit came out and accused the creator of Apollo of threatening them and trying to blackmail them but the creator of Apollo, like recorded, he lives in Canada, which is one-party consent for recording. So he he recorded all of their conversations just in case. And then he was like, "Actually, no. This is what happened. <laughs> You're a liar." And now they look even worse and dumber and terrible. That's it's that's, it's great, but it's also horrible because um, admittedly, I read it as a bit of a crutch. I'm I'm low-key addicted to it. I browse it almost daily it's a great place for fans of something to come together like that i really love the the mechanic of the subreddit right you've got a whole forum dedicated to one specific thing whether that be your favorite tv show or um or a subreddit called OnlyFans, where it's literally (laughs) pictures of things you know the fans like actual like air circulation apparatuses (laughs) like that's the kind of level of sense of humor that you can find on that website it's it's great, but it's also terrible. It's right. Yeah, it's not. A, it's not a good situation. Though. That is
0: so, interesting. I had no idea.
1: Yeah, and it's also gonna, um, like, a lot of moderation teams use bots to to help sort through the content that gets uploaded and stuff. Um, th- uh, that is also going to be heavily affected. A lot of bots are going to die when, if and when oh, um, third-party apps are killed. That's sad. Yeah so and, and yeah the, i mean the whole website is just broiling with anger over it it's kind of crazy actually to watch that's wow but uh, yeah. yeah what about you you got any more <laughs> small talk i'm sorry i went on like a 10 minute freaking tangent <laughs> about like di- uh tangent Reddit. There. <laughs> yeah but it's
0: that no that's interesting <laughs> I, I don't mind at all uh it's kind of crazy I don't necessarily have any more small talk unless we wanted to
1: jump into our articles. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Let me talk about that for a sec too. Go so ahead. I wanted to try out a new segment on the show, where we just we kind of we we bring an article that we've seen over the past month to the to the next episode, and we uh, we you know we we talk about it for a little bit, and we just the the point is that we think they're we find them funny. Or otherwise interesting slash entertaining, and this particular segment was inspired by an absolute legend by the name of Ryan S. For I didn't ask to name drop you, so I'm not going to fully name drop you. But David, you know who he is. Brian knows who he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know who you are. And if you happen yeah, to be listening, you know Ryan, who
0: you are. Yeah.
1: If you happen to be listening, my good sir, this is your official invite to come on the show. We'd love you. We'd love to have you here. I'm sure there's a lot of things you can speak on. You're very uh, experienced person. Anyway, without further ado, uh, I I will go ahead and if if you don't mind, I'll read my article first. Yeah, no, go ahead. Okay, so this this actually was originally published in twenty eighteen, but it um, got like republished in a sort of uh, compilation article uh, in April of this year, and it made its way onto my feed like two one to three weeks ago, I'd say. Okay. So the uh, the name of the article is called how to sink a three billion dollar nuclear submarine leave a hatch open and so the the top the first like paragraph is as follows a nuclear submarine in india was almost sunk because someone left the hatch open going to sea has never been without risks for those in military uniform the dangers are compounded it has always taken a special breed of men and women willing to head out over the horizon Countless sailors have lost their lives due to the dangers of the sea, but in a few cases, it was due to stupid mistakes. The, what's it called? Hold on, I have to scroll down because this is poorly written. Uh, the most embarrassing, perhaps the most embarrassing mishap in military maritime history is what happened to the INS Arahant, India's first nuclear-powered Bolo 6 missile submarine when it deployed in 2017. It cost $2.9 billion, and it was left completely inoperative for almost a whole year because someone left a hatch open, which allowed seawater to rush in and nearly sunk the submarine in the process.
0: (laughs) That is crazy. (laughs)
1: Ah, man. That's funny right there. I mean, it probably would have decimated sea life if it had nuclear missiles on board, and if it was also powered by nuclear fission, but man... Imagine
0: being responsible for sinking a $2.9 billion machine because you left a door open.
1: A literal $3 billion oopsie. That's, I couldn't imagine. Man, of all the things to, like, forget to do on a submarine, too, that's, I feel like that's <laughs> the, like, how do you forget to close the hatch as you climb down in, right? Like, I feel like that's got to be submarine 101, right? Like, they don't let you on board unless you know how to close the door behind you. <laughs> I, oh, uh, wow. Oh, man. That feels, that's like a, that's like a a, a bit in a comedy sketch. Did you do close the door, <laughs> Johnson? Oh, what? That was supposed to close? <laughs> <laughs> Insert laugh track. Yeah. You're watching
0: people drown. You're like, ha, ha, ha,
1: ha. What about you idiots? Good thing that would never happen in real life. And then it, like, zooms out and it reveals that it's a, a, a sailor watching that on his phone while the submarine he's in is filling with water (laughs) yes ah all right what's your article
0: okay the title of my article is pickleball has a noise problem he's trying to fix it who's trying to fix it he he (laughs) who's he i'll get there that's actually (laughs) the first line is who is he Um, (laughs) So it says, uh, Pickleball is America's fastest growing sport, but it has a noise problem. One man is on a mission to fix that. Who is he? Bob Unetic? Unic?
1: How do you spell that?
0: U-N-E-T-I-C-H. Huh. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, It says, Before he was a pickleball lover, Lunatic was an engineer, and when it comes to the noise problem, he gets it. You can't take pop, pop, pop for 12 hours a day, every day, and remain sane. He founded Pickleball Sound Mitigation to provide consulting and advice on keeping the noise down. The explosive. The explosive growth of the game, played on a small court with a paddle and plastic ball, saw participation nearly double in 2022, increasing by 85.7% year over year and by 158.6% over three years according to the Sports and Fitness Industry Association. And with that explosion came the lawsuits. Journalist Mark Dent first reported on Unatic's efforts and Pickleball's noise problem for The Hustle after he saw these lawsuits pub- in local public publications. I cannot read. <laughs> uh, over the last several months, I just kept seeing them kind of pop up, and all these lawsuits, of course, were largely over Pickleball being too noisy. Can you imagine suing a company because their game is too loud?
1: Right, you think that the first thing, if if you're of that mindset, you would sue the people playing it. Yeah, <laughs> like at the very least, it's a, it, even sin. Even then, that's still insane. But I, <laughs> it's a it's
0: a, like it's a sport. Like that's like going to a football game and being like the stadium is too loud. I I'm I'm gonna sue the NFL. I can't take this. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, like what do you expect if you're gonna go play a game? Anyways, what are people saying? Here's Dent telling NPR why he started looking into this. Pickleball is, like, the worst of both worlds. You know, it's loud and it's high-pitched. So I'm like, how can Pickleball be less noisy? Is anybody working on it? It turns out, lunatic was. Here's what he told NPR he has found out.
1: That's interesting.
0: Pickleball sound exists right in that most sensitive range. An interesting thing I learned along the way is that the garbage truck backup beepers are right in the same pitch of pickleball why did they pick that sound for beepers because it's the most annoying frequency so the reason garbage trucks beep like that is because it's annoying and it'll get your attention so you don't get crushed by a truck
1: yeah but that's that's absolutely fair you don't want to die by that way that's a terrible way to go
0: uh and Unitech and a couple other engineers tested different paddles for sound levels. We built a tall chamber, found we found dropping a ball, if there was no wind, no air, enabled you to get a very predictable speed, and so hitting a ball, one paddle hitting and so a ball hitting one paddle will give you a different sound than a ball hitting a different paddle. So what now? Huh. Uh Unitech's research has been found has found that different materials in the equipment allowed us sound barriers can help. Still the simplest solution is to just build courts far enough away from people. <laughs> it's kind
1: of i mean yeah if you put it in a public park then that's feasible there's one near where we live and it's it's, it's uh, that is true i mean it's that pretty is, close to the nearest house but it's it's like you see if you were sitting in the house it probably wouldn't be that bad
0: uh there's a park there's a park right by um my old high school and it is like right next to a residential area like there are houses across the street from the pickleball court mm. Uh. interesting so I can understand. Do you play pickleball? I have. I've dabbled. Do you enjoy it? It's it's interesting and it's very fun. I think it's definitely worth yeah, playing.
1: My family's gotten into it quite a bit recently. We're just a, and, we're just uh, part of the percent. I gotta man. say I like it. Although I, I find all this these um these uh, reports that you're reading interesting because I've always felt at least with uh, the paddles that we use and the balls that we use the um this the tapping sound that occurs when you hit the ball with a paddle I kind of find that satisfying I know and it's I don't I wouldn't call it shrill I, I almost say it's not necessarily low pitch but it's uh it's just a hollow plastic tapping
0: under the uh, I, I
1: wouldn't I don't think it's annoying
0: under the uh, the the picture for the article it's like a, a a ball resting under a pickleball paddle and the under the picture the caption says does the pop 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 noise of pickleball annoy or entice you? Hmm. I I find it uh, akin to like tennis. Like I don't really find much of a difference in the sound it makes. Really,
1: yeah. I've also I also think that the sounds of tennis are um, arguably satisfying. Like, oh, and I know this isn't real tennis, but the the sounds on the on Wii Sports. <laughs> I love those yes. when you play tennis on Wii Sports. That's very nice. Beautiful. I wonder.
0: Um, oh, do you think if they make another Wii Sports, there will be a pickleball game?
1: That would be sick. I was actually talking to Caleb the other day. I was like, "Can you imagine if they made Super Mario Pickleball?" <laughs>
0: that would be awesome. <laughs> I would play that.
1: I mean, they made Mario Tennis. I know,
0: and that that is a fun game right there.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, depending on what console you're on, yeah, for sure. Uh, let me ask you: Do you do you prefer pickleball over tennis? I do. I think I, I was gonna say, I, if pickleball feels, I don't know if "easier" is the right word, but like, there's there's less running around. Um, than in tennis and I, I like that better oh yeah I mean, you still have to like, go for a ball or two but like tennis courts are so much bigger than pickleball courts
0: i i like the the dynamic of how it's not always just like slapping the ball as hard as you can
1: that also is nice yes there is some that is a significant part of if it.
0: you get up in the kitchen you know there's some strategy there
1: Hmm. i also like how you don't necessarily have to let it bounce first. You can just smack it right. Yeah,
0: back. yeah, definitely. I, I, it's probably
1: that. my favorite aspect, uh, apart from the the satisfying tapping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, technology time. Look at this. We're almost half an hour in. We haven't even got to the meat and potatoes of this episode. Let's do it. <gasps> yep. So, I just I have a little list of bullet points, just of things that I wanted to talk about. Um, however long. I uh, whatever you know I can go as long or short as need be right but uh let me ask you how many you have if any
0: uh I have about six or I think I have seven yeah uh,
1: okay I've only got five interestingly enough but I bet I bet you there's some overlap between our lists. probably That's, uh let's go ahead and find out so I'll, I'll I'll let you go first all right why not
0: mine is, my first one is probably one of the most uh noticeable advancements in technology for at least the the people of the world and that's going to have to be the advancements in the technology of cars and vehicles in particular um in just Mm -hmm. in just a couple years like we went from the newest thing in your car being like an apple screen that could connect to your phone and now cars are driving themselves like there are are cameras and sensors that can detect other vehicles and objects in the road and a car with no driver can correct and drive on a highway and stop at stop signs without
1: anybody touching the steering wheel like oh yes they're still far from perfect but it's they're, impressive yeah, they are perfect but like living in such an era if
0: you told me as like <clears throat> a 10 year old like hey check this out this car can drive by itself with nobody in the driver's seat i'd be like "Are are you dumb like <laughs> that's not how cars work
1: <laughs> yeah actually have you seen that video of like um, old, like, yes. Two, yes. Uh, old man reacting to a self driving car. Like, I think they called it for an Uber or something. And, and they're like in their 80s yeah. around there. And um, they're just, their minds are blown. Like, they didn't believe it. Like, they can't it. get over the fact that there's no driver in the driver's seat. The
0: guy behind the driver's seat is like, is like reaching his arms around to like see if there's like something. So, there. Yeah, to try to touch
1: the invisible. And man. you can call
0: yeah. them, you can call a car with your phone, no driver, and this car will show up to you. It is. Yeah. we are creating gta five we-, <laughs> <laughs> we are in the process of cars just
1: materializing next to you you know that's an interesting like why do you think um we never got to a point where we had people like operating cars f- but from not from inside the car like from like a computer like at home, like as a know? drone yeah like a like a like you would a drone I don't know that's a good that's a good question that's that's like a thing that could i mean it definitely is not tenable now now that we don't even need humans at all to operate a car but oh yeah like 10 years ago 10 15 years ago that could have been a thing i feel Mm -hmm. definitely speaking of drones did you see like um they're not necessarily in the news but like um there are like basically they're like personal flight vehicles it's essentially like a giant drone you can sit in Uh, and it's usually got like six rotors on it and it and there, there's like actually one even named after. It's called the Jetson One after the you know the show <laughs> The Jetsons, and it's yeah, essentially yeah. supposed to be like what a, 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 basically as close as we could get to a flying car, you know, uh, and, and this the, the way they're depicted in The Jetsons, except we need you know propellers for them to fly, but you also have to be like you know Elon Musk rich to have it. <laughs> so it's not not really uh, practical. That's
0: awesome though. Yet. I didn't know about that.
1: Yeah, that that would be so cool to. That's like. The main one of the biggest things I hate about driving is the fact that there's other people on the road. Can we stop? <laughs> people, stop driving your cars.
0: Walk to your job. Hey guys, you, do me a
1: favor and stop existing.
0: You You live in Belton, Missouri, and work in Kansas City, Kansas. Just walk. Yeah. What are you?
2: <laughs> a commuter a child? Yeah. No. Uh,
1: honestly, though, if we had better um, infrastructure and and uh, public transit uh that would definitely be a thing i don't know if you've ever been to europe before but it's like beautiful how easy it is to hop on a tram and be in in a shopping district in minutes um like less than 10 minutes and in certain places anyway right
0: i haven't been to europe but down in down in louisiana if you get like a pass for the, the the trolleys that they have down there you can pretty much go anywhere in the city in like a reasonable amount of time without even getting on a car and just because everything is so close that like once the, the tram or, you know, trolley, whatever that connected to the, like a uh, cable car, the cable car, that's what I'm looking for. Once the cable car like takes you to the drop off location, it's probably like a five minute walk to where you need to go from there. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I did all day. And honestly, uh, as, um, someone who is never really taken public transport ever in their entire life, it was very fun. hmm
1: yeah that's and that's another thing like even even in places in, in the u.s. where we do have public transit they're usually uh either decrepit yeah. or freaking completely filthy yeah like <laughs> it's, even when they exist they're not ideal but uh we're, we're trying so yay <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> hooray. Uh, hooray for terribleness no i'm kidding um, well, one of the, the, the first thing I have that I wanted to talk about was, um, the, the, the popular, um, media format, right? So when I was a kid, uh, growing up in the early two thousands, the, um, the dominant one was still, well, maybe not dominant, but it was still pretty common. It was VHS. Um, uh, yeah. DVD was just starting to rise right. and, and, uh, beat it out. And then, uh, of course it became DVDs and CDs and, um. You know now it's uh, streaming, right? And so if you would if you would walk up to me as a kid, uh, when I was in elementary school, and told me, "Hey, you won't have to worry about being on the right channel at the right time to to watch whatever show you want to watch, you can just pull it up on a website, and and do it whenever you want, and you could pause it, and you'll have captions, and you can you can binge a whole season at once." Uh, that would have blew, blown my freaking mind. I would not have believed you. If you walked up to me as a kid and
0: you were like, "This is the last time you ever set foot in this blockbuster," I would be like, "Yeah, right." <laughs>
1: oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> Little did I know, man. Yeah, I think I we we probably went to blockbuster as a kid, but it, like it, they were, it was definitely starting to phase out in the early 2000s. So like, um. Did you ever go to uh, GameStop to to get games? Oh, yeah. That's that's oh, yeah. kind of like the closest experience I would argue. Like obviously you don't rent from them, but but you know it's you get that um, if you remember like when you'd get a new game and you'd open it in the back of the car and read the manual.
0: Yeah, I think. Oh my god, that was way too much fun. Just just reading the back of your new game. I think the last time I was in a GameStop was like four or five years ago, and just when I bought my Switch.
1: Mm, yeah, I was in one earlier. Earlier, earlier, oh, oh, I can't speak. earlier this year, but that was because we were waiting on a. It was like across the street from a restaurant where we were waiting on our reservation. Uh, was it was like a games, like a half hour wait, so we just stuck our head in there. Nice. Yeah. Oh hey, have you seen the Mario movie yet? No, I haven't. Oh my gosh, <laughs> dude! Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I will make a point to see it on my next day off. Okay, I just want to hear your thoughts on it. But, um, because there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in there that you uh, there is there's a reference in there that you in particular, I think, would enjoy very much. And also the the soundtrack is uh, pr- perhaps the best uh, movie soundtrack to come out in the last decade, arguably, especially if you're a fan of a longtime fan of the Mario series.
0: I definitely am. And I'm sure that I will feel very nostalgic when I go watch it.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely a movie for the fans. It's incredible. It's a fantastic little film. Uh, not, not too deep. Did you see, but, uh, meet, me,
0: meet, Canyon's video on the Mario movie?
1: You know, I don't really, I'm not really into his content. I no. Gotta admit, it's not for me. It's, that's fair. So, uh, no, no, I did not.
0: I thought it was, uh, uh, a, a very, it was basically like, you know how people were kind of crapping on the Mario movie, how they were like, you know, there wasn't really a plot. I didn't really, there wasn't really anything to it. And everybody was like, it's a kid's movie. You're 30 you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that was basically what meat canyon's video was
1: right well and i i don't know why you would go into a mario themed anything expecting a deep <laughs> uh, plot when when the the expedition, the when the story for every game that has ever come out really has been bowser get peach go saver the end
0: when every every boss you fight will be killed after 3 hits you know mm
1: listen that's not I don't think that's a bad mechanic though no not, I, I enjoy it. I mean it. it's it works it does for what it is it works really well actually like if it, like without context like if before if nintendo wasn't as big a thing as it was if you were to tell me that oh you can only you can kill this boss in three hits easy I'd be like that's a little um that's what <laughs> but like sometimes you have to work to be able to to get a hit at their weak spot that's true that registers as one of the three hits and, um, a lot of times in bosses, you know, you, you've got fun mechanics that are worked into them. So it's also true. It, it all balances out. Yeah. And, and Mario was never meant to be extraordinarily difficult. True. Anyway, it's, it's, I mean, if you're going for a Mario game nine times out of 10, you're going to have a nice laid back time. And that's, that's exactly what I'm here yep. for. You know, I've been, I've been running
0: around collecting moons for, you know, a couple months now and it's, you know, I'm not really sweating <laughs> trying to get them. <laughs>
1: Mm, yeah exactly and they're uh, that's what i like about odyssey's design is like because they you know they're like oh the switch is a portable console so if you want to get like two or three on the way to school b- freaking on the bus boom yeah man they've got you covered man it's it's a it's a brilliant way to distribute collectibles
0: i brought my switch to a seminar many a time and would just mm. play mm. on it <laughs> instead of catch up on work yeah but uh um, <laughs> uh let's get this bus back on topic shall we
1: yes yes fair enough i believe it's your turn it is my
0: turn and uh one thing that i'm uh honestly kind of shocked about is uh the techno technological advancement of payments and transactions you know Mm. so Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. a couple years back like i remember when the chip first came out and they were like, yeah, you just stick your card in the machine and it reads it for you. I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool.
1: Whoa. You don't even have to swipe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like when people were like, like working at a grocery store, I still had people like trying to swipe their card. I'm like, just use your chip. And this was back in like 2020. So now (laughs) I have people coming into my work all the time Uh. that like their card doesn't have a chip. All it is, is tap. And they're like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, just set your card on the reader and Wow. And like they do it and they're like that's it, that's all I have to do. You'll hear a beep. I'll be like, yeah, you'll hear a beep and you're good. It's just so mind-blowing to me that all you have to your card does you can hover it above the reader. It doesn't even have to touch it. All it it sends a signal and then the transaction happens. Your money gets transferred to the system that you're using and it's it's done. Like I find that incredible and irresponsible to a degree. <laughs> Absolutely. But, like, it, it, it blows my mind. Like, there are people who will, like, genuinely be taken back by, like, mm-hmm. they just tap their card on the, the, the reader, and that's it. You don't even have to use your phone, or you don't even have to use your card. You can use your phone and ho- and set your bank account debit card up to it and just hold it up to a reader, and, like, everything will go through from there. I, I just find it wild. Mm-hmm. Like, it may not be, like, the most, like... Like controversial, mind-blowing technology, but it's it's mm-hmm. it's something that like the the it happened in such a short period of time that it's incredible.
1: Yeah, but I think we got there gradually, right? Like we went from swiping to inserting to tapping. Like I think if we went in- straight from swiping to to NFC, where you don't even technically have to have physical contact between that would the, be your phone and the payment, the point of service, yeah, people would have crapped their pants. Uh, but you know that reminds me of is like. You ever hear, like, how the stories how, like, people get released from prison after, like, 20-plus years, and they'll be like, whoa, what? Yeah, yeah. You don't have to have a driver in your car? Like, they'll be mind blown at how technology has changed. Like, they'll they'll go to the nearest gas station, they'll pull out their flip phone, and the person behind the register will laugh at them. Yeah, or whatever. yeah. So, uh, be, that'd be a fascinating thing to watch, though, is, like, someone who hasn't been exposed to technology... Like, well like not not like <laughs> it's, not it's, like, like Amish level, but like like someone who hasn't seen how we've developed in the past like thirty years be like, What? We're not using floppies anymore <laughs> Like that bit in Gravity Falls where yeah, yeah. they're they're trying to get all the data back from the government and he's like, Here, put it on this and he holds out a floppy disk <laughs> and Stan like is like, No no no, put another stump drive. <laughs> That, there's something like that, that would have to like, be do you still use floppies something like that yeah that would have to be good, good good times that would have to be one of
0: those um experiments that scientists like i think withholding someone from the world is would be deemed unethical so they would have to be one of those oh absolutely it would have to be one of those cases that a scientists would have to find naturally and be like oh we can study this and you know see how this goes you know
1: like yeah it, like um like when when they find like a feral child and they're like, wow, yeah, they it, were not exactly. developed at all. Let's study the crap out of them instead of being nice. To them. Exactly. <laughs> no, I'm sure they are treated well. I hope instead hoping, of but... like
0: let's lock this child away for 13 years and then see what happens. You can't do that.
1: No, yeah, that's terrible. Um, so I, I guess I'll, I'll go to my next thing on the list, which is um, uh, our cameras, right? So oh
0: yeah, that was that was one of mine. Like.
1: When I was a kid, yeah. So when I was a kid, we um I used my dad's to like film videos when we were screening around with my friends. My dad had a Sony Handycam. Mm-hmm. Uh, analog camcorder that recorded onto 8 millimeter videotapes. Beautiful. And that bad boy, man, so much it's seen so much stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And man, back in the day, like, even even like when I could have gone out and gotten a digital one, I still I don't know why, but I just I think it's because you know they cost money. But <laughs> yeah. I I used that thing literally until it died, like the the battery it came with like stopped being able to be recharged. Right. So for a while it sat dormant in the basement. But um, yeah, like if you if you came to me when I was that age screwing around with that camcorder with a big the, well they're not necessarily that big, but comparatively speaking they're pretty big tapes, uh, and handed me like even like just an iPhone five. I'd be like, what the, what, what is this? If you handed me an
0: iPhone 3GS and we're like, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. look at the camera on this. I'd be like,
2: wow.
1: If you handed me a Nokia 3310. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's about from that time. Um, No, yeah. The point is like, we are like, no, we don't need magnetic tapes anymore. We got freaking digital file storage. Oh, we don't need a dedicated camcorder to record video on. Put it on your flipping phone. And my my dad's got an iPhone. i either a twelve or a thirteen. And we were he uh, we was using it earlier today. I was looking at um his like miniature led figurines for D and D, and we were he was <laughs> using it to zoom in on the the writing on the bases of them on the bottom to see like uh, who manufactured them and what year. And uh, I, I you know what? As much as I hate to admit it. This about Apple. I was I was impressed with the camera. I'm not going to lie. Nice, but again, that's you can get about the same quality, or sometimes even better with Samsung's phones. Just saying. Anyway, I will hand the baton back to you.
0: Uh, all right. Mine. Um, you already touched on cameras, and that was one of mine. But uh, another one of mine also involves cameras, and that is how advanced we've gotten with like, um the government being able to track you you know the advancements of just public how invasive technology yeah public safety and like the way everything that you do can be viewed like in an instant like you can run a red light and not even need to be pulled over and you will already be charged
1: for yeah uh, yeah, for a red light electronically ticket you yep and yeah you'll get a bill in the mail and it's like all it's a little th- scary honestly yeah
0: there's all this like crazy stuff like um kind of back to the banking thing i don't know if you've heard about fed now uh what i can't doing. say i have basically what they're doing is um the government is trying to implement a new kind of electronic banking system in a way to in an attempt to go cashless and um it's a program called Fed Now, and if your bank uses it, you are going to have to use it as well. But basically the government can see every purchase you make, uh, every outgoing payment, every incoming payment. Um, they can block payments from you, they can reject things Whoa. from you. Yeah. They can see everything if you if your bank goes through FedNow and you have to go through FedNow,
1: everything. That's you can and it's this is, if that's the case, then we should then then I shouldn't have to file my taxes anymore. Because they can already see. Well, I guess they wouldn't. That does that include like income? Like if you get your paychecks into there, I'm sure Will they see that too. I'm sure. Yeah. Then then we shouldn't have to file our taxes anymore because they know. Yeah, I mean that's literally that's pretty that's pretty much how it works in like Europe, like the, the European Union, is that they they the government files their taxes for them because they're they're um well first of all they're honest with how they <laughs> you know make purchases, but also because they have a better system in place. Man, I kind of want to move there.
0: <laughs> this FedNow thing, this isn't even like a like a rumor, like, oh, I heard it. Like, if you look up FedNow, you'll find hundreds of articles about it.
1: Wow. So. Do you remember off the top of your head any of the banks that are using it?
0: Uh, I don't think it's quite in place yet, so I don't remember seeing any banks that were going to be using it.
1: Hmm. You know, this reminds me of, uh, I remember back in 2013, this news report came out on, uh, it was it was like a TV like segment bit thing mm-hmm. where they were talking about how they like made a prediction about how the way like transactions technology was going to where you could have a chip by 2017 they said you'd be able to have a chip installed in your hand to, yeah yeah I remember that. to like you know wave you over just a like hover yeah scanner to pay. And on, I like everyone uh, was like, "It's the mark of the beast, bro." <laughs> and I was like, "Well, there goes my high school graduation, rip."
0: But I mean, aren't there like, aren't there <laughs> Amazon stores that are like like that? Like you just walk in and walk out with your stuff, and it charges you.
1: Yeah, but that's that doesn't have to. It's like not anything that's implanted in you. It's like that's true. It's like um, I'm sure there's like uh, some sort of like um, sensor, or whatever, in in the pack- product packaging, and then there's like detectors at the doors that are like oh they've left with a box of cheerios or whatever probably
0: something like that yeah
1: yeah um because if, if we can identify whether or not you've you've taken something unauthorized out of a store we can we can configure it to identify the product to a, a system true true so yeah yeah that's a that's a yeah and I, that's an interesting concept too like i do they have like a couple of security guards there to make sure you don't steal how's that work I, I
0: don't know like what if you don't have an amazon account you just walk in grab some stuff walk out
1: yeah i always thought that was a bold concept when they first like um announced it and did like they showed the proof of concept in a like a video it's like do you remember did you see that um like there was like a proof of concept video back when vr was like 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 when the vibe first came out and like and uh the first oculus rift came out in vr had that initial boom Uh And it was like, pretty soon, this is how you'll be shopping. And it was a a shop and and VR, like, generated around you. And then you had, like, a transparent cart, and you just, like, reached out with your controller and you grabbed an item and, like, put it into the cart. I, and then that translated into, like, a list. But it's like, you can just use an app, and it's, like, infinitely better.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's something, there's something called, oh, I don't even remember what it's called (laughs) Instacart. Instacart, thank you.
1: Yep. Or um I think
0: DoorDash is doing stuff too now. Yeah,
1: DoorDash. I don't remember if Uber does it for um groceries, but they definitely have Uber Eats which is for like takeout. But um yeah. I was like, that's a little excessive. That's that's a bit <laughs> much. And there was like a a person that they captured for in the video that was like standing for there there for, to assist you. It's like, come on. <laughs> if i can figure out how to set up a vr uh, a early store. 2010s <laughs> vr setup then i can figure out how to shop for groceries
0: all right i i, I pass the baton to you
1: Why, well, i think you uh ipods was another one on my list mm. because they not are i mean they are they exist but they they're not still actively made apple stopped manufacturing them because you just have your music on your phone now right but like i remember again when i was a kid they're, you know, oh, it's all about the, you gotta have, you you, know, you gotta have a phone and an iPod to oh, put all your music on, mm-hmm. and um, then the iPod Touch came out, and I was like, this is essentially a phone, but without the ability to, um, to, uh, to, like, text or call, but then they came out with iMessage, and then it was like, this is just a phone, but you can't call. It's like, why, what, what's the difference here? I was like, why would you spend your money on this when you could just have a phone, and then then they were like, "Yeah, that's true," and then they stopped making iPods. <laughs> but if you'd come to me as a kid and been like, "iPods will no longer exist in the future," and been like, "I don't know, they seem like a pretty popular thing."
0: Right. I mean, I,
1: like, I think
0: I, I, if I was a kid, I'd probably been like, "Yeah, I can, see, I can see there being something a little bit better than this. This isn't necessarily the greatest thing in the world."
1: I, I did you ever have an iPod Shuffle?
0: Uh no, I didn't I never had a shuffle. I had like the the iPod Gen four, which was just like the little square. Did it have a screen? No. It was just a square with like a play button and like some other doodads on it.
1: Did it have a clip?
0: It had a it had a clip. You could like clip it to your pocket or whatever. That's a shuffle. It was a shuffle. It might have been hold on. Now I have to look.
1: The nano for the longest time had or the nano had, yeah, a screen. Eventually I think they phased out of the screen, but the nano had a screen. My sister had a an Nano, but I had a Shuffle. Yeah, and I remember yeah. being like, "That's so nice that you can clip it onto your clothes," but I never worked out when I was a kid. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's nice a little. Yeah, I, I it, I, it, I, it was definitely nice having a physical dependable clip on the device mm-hmm. on which you're listening to music too. I, I now I have a little strap that goes around my arm, and then my phone just barely fits into it now because it, it was made for not so big a phone because <laughs> phones are huge now.
0: I had a uh, 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 orange <clears throat> Apple iPod Shuffle Gen 4.
1: Boom, there you go. There, Mine was red.
0: Those things are still running for upwards of $150.
1: Oh my gosh, really? Yep. Uh, well, I bet that that's like new and in packaging though, right?
0: Uh, I'm looking at stuff from eBay, Walmart. eBay is $149.99.
1: Well, well, here's the thing about eBay, right? If you're going to look for how much something's worth on eBay, you have to... Specifically, open up the filters and sort by things that have actually sold. Right. Because you can go on there and charge however the frick oh, what, yeah. what much you want for an item. What matters is how much people are actually buying them for. But
0: the thing is, they're not, they're not Bluetooth. So like, well,
1: that's because sound quality and especially like microphone quality tends to be better with an actual cable. Right. But Bluetooth is getting pretty good these days, and it's it's nice not having any actual wires like the true wireless earbuds those are pretty cool mm-hmm. that's also a pretty mind-blowing thing that was
0: actually uh, another thing i had on my list
1: yeah i remember i saw a video in like the early 2010s on youtube where it was like secret wireless earbuds hack and it was this is a video of this uh guy who like took his earbuds he cut through the wire with scissors wrapped foil on the ends where they were cut and then he you hear him like hit play, and then you could hear Fame music playing, but it's just, um, I think the, the ver- it was like, obviously it wasn't the earbuds, it stopped working, but the, I think the trick was that it was a, a phone on low volume that he had, or an iPod on low volume that he had off screen, and it, it triggered a bunch of people because a bunch of idiots fell for it.
0: That's hilarious.
1: Yeah. <sighs> but uh, yeah, that's another thing is that, like, um, phones have gotten massive and flat now, and smooth and sexy, and, uh, earbuds have no longer have cables that's a another thing that would have blown my mind as a kid yeah but it i, I would have been like that totally makes sense though like i could even even very early on like before before we started getting those bluetooth head earbuds where it, it has like this little thing on your neck um, oh yeah I could yeah, tell yeah. That we were we were heading in a direction where we wouldn't have any cables at all anymore like i, I was like I, I bet we're just limited by the technology of our time but wouldn't it be so much easier if you didn't have cables and yeah that's absolutely the case
0: it's very easy yeah
1: Mm -hmm. i can't tell you like i use a uh it's a it doesn't have like a it's got a cable that runs back but behind your neck between two earbuds it's a bluetooth set that i have that i use at work and the amount of times i catch my thumb on the cable that's hanging on my on the right side of my on my right shoulders uh, it's a little infuriating but i i will feel like a wasteful butthole if i don't use those things till they die and they're pretty old
0: i bought a 15 dollar pair of wireless bluetooth headphones that are just like little little balls that go in my ears and you know great sound quality that's all i need
1: yeah yeah i have a pair like that too that i use at home but uh, are, are your stay Can you, if you have a wireless charger, can you put them in the case and then set the case on the wireless charger? Because I can do that with mine, and it's incredible. I
0: don't have. So these ones are. It doesn't necessarily have a wireless charger, but these ones have like a built-in, like USB cable. So all I have to do is like, right, is just kind of undo that from the bottom and then plug it into a USB port, and they charge.
1: Yeah, I mean, mine have that option too. But it's like, if you want, you can just set it on a pad, and it'll that's that's charge nice. It. That's that's another. I didn't have that on my list, but while I was charging, man, it's it's not impressive yet because you still have to, like, sit it right there on the, the thing. But I, I feel like I read somewhere that we're getting to the point where you can set it to where as long as you're in a room, it'll charge your whatever. That
0: sounds ionizing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds a little deadly. It sounds ca- if it's cancerous, if you ask me. Sounds like, uh, standing inside the microwave, <laughs> if that were physically possible. Yeah,
0: dude, just come into my room. I got, I got some stuff charging here, don't worry about it. Why is my vision all, like, weird? <laughs>
1: Why are there four of you? <laughs> Why is my skin all green? No, but, uh, I'll, I'll pass it back to you now.
0: Alright, mine, uh, another one that I have is visual effects.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Um, I have seen some... Pretty crappy visual effects when I was a kid. Uh, You know, very noticeable. (laughs) You're like, that's clearly edited. But it has gotten to the point now in 2023 that there are videos that I've seen where I've honestly been like, this could be edited and I would never know. Like, this is just out there in the media. It has like 100,000 likes and people could be believing this and it could be edited or it could not be. Like, I have no idea. Granted, Mm. in today's era, there are still very, very bad visual effects. Uh, oh, the yeah. newest Black Widow movie. Uh, uh, <laughs> sorry. Wait a
1: minute. Which, which? What part are you talking? About? I, I'm trying to. Remember. You know it's the, been a You while. know? I only watched it once.
0: You know when they're in like this, the the sky base, and they're gonna. It's like blowing up, and they're gonna fall off.
1: Yeah. yeah
0: there's a scene where like the background is just so. It's awful. I literally laughed out loud in the movie theater when I saw <laughs> it. I was like, "What is that? Uh, really, Marvel? That's what you're gonna give us? <laughs> it's horrible. You'll have to. You'll have to. It, I'm sure if you look up Black Widow bad editing, you'd find it. Right.
1: So kind of like when they had to like. It's like it's it's uh, when edit. It's Henry Cavill's mustache off.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> it's 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 the scene when Black Widow is telling her sister to let go of the plane or something, or she like falls off or something like that. Mm. The sky behind her is the fakest thing you'll ever see in your entire life. Like they didn't even—they hmm. didn't even try to make it look real.
1: Wow. Have you ever heard of Garth Marenghi's Dark Place? Dark Place. I have not. Okay, so it's um, it's like a, it's like a um, how do I describe this? Garth Marenghi himself is a fictional character, and this the show is set up. So it came out in two thousand four, but it's like a a mock. It's like a spoof of, you know, like eighties low budget eighties television, and so it's, it's like. Garth Marenghi is this uh, horror author, and he wrote a TV show called Dark Place, and he's like, all right, now, several years later, I'm finally pulling these out of the archives because the channel approved it, and we're going to show it right here on TV, and then you see the episode, and so, like, in the first episode, one of the characters is, it's it's an, it takes place in a hospital, and one of the characters is walking down a hallway, and, and you see her, like, stop, and, and a, there's a cat that, like, walks past her, but you see, if you look at the door that it comes out of, you can see the hand tossing the cat out into the (laughs) hallway it's so good like it's like weans into the looking bad and and a comedic way and it looks hilarious
0: Uh, yeah i I love it when shows do that oh well i I guess i have one more thing to say and that is that that level that level of visual effects like such a professional like level of you could you it blurring the lines between what's real and what's not is Mm -hmm. practically readily a sex uh, sex. (laughs) arrest readily accessible to the public oh (laughs) accessible 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 Mm -hmm. deep fakes
1: are scary though those are scary yeah
0: that but that's what i'm saying like and especially with like i don't know if this is one that you had if it is i I won't say anything about it but like ai generated like
1: i actually didn't have that on there that's a good one though but like i figured that that, because people are all talking about ai today i was like uh, maybe not, but that's you know, it's fair.
0: Like AI generated, like voices and stuff like that, those have gotten Dude, I really, literally, really on the
1: way home from Walmart tonight, I listened to an AI generated cover of billy Jean by Mr. Krabs, <laughs> and it was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> billy Jean is not my favorite. Not my <laughs> yeah, it's, that's basically what it said. Like, it's incredible. I got It's I, I, like I, I, Clancy I, I, I. Brown himself was wailing into the microphone. <laughs>
0: I saw one that was like uh yeah. AI generated uh M&M 1 and it was like three three dudes broke into his house and he's got like a musket and like a cannon and he's like my musket blows a hole through the first rapscallion. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: <laughs> Have you seen the like presidents playing minecraft together <laughs> those are everywhere bro uh, oh welcome back to uh, Obama gaming today we're going to blow up Donald Trump's house <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Uh, let me be clear we're going to use a lot of TNT and fill up every single empty space joe biden are you with me yeah let's go
0: <laughs> yeah i have those are always interesting are so people were like this is single-handedly like s- like bringing b-. people were like contemplating whether or not it was like a a ploy to like kind of reunify people with like the presidents (laughs) yeah because it was like all three of them together oh you know what i saw i saw the craziest theory like the other day so have you seen those ads of the like the marine ads recently on like youtube and stuff
1: uh i'm i cannot tell why i use an ad blocker so i don't see ads on youtube anymore okay well uh, there and it's great i'm sure i'm sure
0: it is but there's th- there's this ad I see it all the time I watch a lot of YouTube but it's basically like mm. uh, an ad about like the Marines and it's like there are threats often unseen threatening the future of our world you know just propaganda but um mm. in in the in the the video it used to be like when it was like threats unseen they were like in this forest. And, um, there's like Marines walking through this forest and then all these birds fly away and the birds turn into like drones and then the drones fly off. And I haven't, and I haven't seen that video ever again. Like it's (laughs) different now. Like they changed it. Like all the videos, the same, except for that one part. And people were talking about like, this is giving the people wrong idea. Like confirming people that are like birds are drones, like government drones and stuff like that. Yeah. Birds aren't real. (laughs) So they (laughs) took it down like completely. Like they changed that whole scene. I was like, "Wow," because I never noticed it. I was just like, "Oh yeah, the birds turned into drones. Ooh, scary." <laughs> but people were like, oh, the, they're all, uh, all the birds are drones. They're gonna, they're gonna drone strike the public whenever they want."
1: Yeah. Uh, but um, I would like to just plug ad blockers real quick. They're they're <laughs> great on uh ad blockers. Desktop, they're great. Yeah. Use uBlock Origin and on desktop. Uh, there's an ad for pretty much any browser out there. Is that like a Google, is and, it like
0: a Google Chrome extension?
1: Yeah, yeah. You could get it on a Google Chrome extension or Firefox or whatever, whatever internet browser you're using. There's probably a version of it for it. Um, and it, even if there's not, there's like 13 other ad blockers that other people have made that are that will probably work just as well. And um, on I'm on Android, so I use what's called YouTube Revanced, which is a re uh, re what do you call that? Like a revival of youtube advanced which was an ad free version of the youtube app it was it's like a, a patched apk and so the process is a little more complicated but it's still pretty straightforward to get revanced i highly recommend it uh, if you're on ios god help you i don't remember what i think there is a solution out there now but for the longest time there wasn't and it, even so you have to jailbreak your phone so oh, yeah. god help you um but what i love about revanced is it has built-in sponsor block have you ever heard of sponsor block yeah yeah it's incredible if for those of you who are not familiar it literally will skip through segments so like it's it's um it's a crowd not a crowd source so like if you, yeah, if yeah, you have yeah. it you can you can mark parts in a video that where where the person in the video takes a moment to to like has an ad in the video or like promote their own channel or remind you to subscribe and you can like Hey, this section of the video is that. Before so, we
0: get into this video, I'd like to talk about Raid Shadow Legends.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then you can set sponsor block to just automatically skip through that. And I cannot tell you how satisfying that is because like people like Matt Patman, Oh yeah. he seems like a great dude, and his content's been pretty, pretty high quality for years, right? But at, almost every single video, he will not shut up about the subscribe button. It's like, I get that you want to grow your channel as always, right, and, and, you know, get people to sub, but, like, what about those of us who have already subbed? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, what more do you want from me, man? I'm not giving you my... I'm not buying your merch. Stop it. Uh, that's not the point. The point, though, is get sponsored. Like, It's beautiful, and it is also as an extension on uh, Chrome and, and other browsers. Rant over. That's another thing that's grown, but to a horrible, disproportionate level's ads. Anyway, though, my next point, if you're done... Yeah, go ahead. Is uh, like TV screen slash uh, monitors? Oh yeah. Right. So yeah, when I was a when I was a young lad,
0: I knew you were gonna say that.
1: The the nicer TVs were big and fat. Like there's oh, no yeah. way around it. If you wanted a nice big TV, you had to have a uh, equally nice, massive entertainment center to sit it on. I guess otherwise you put it on the floor, but that's a, that would make you look not very cool. But I will say. Um, like TVs used to be so big that if they fell on you, they'd kill you. Yeah, like yeah. they're massive, and 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 if if it wasn't killing you because of the weight, it would it's explode because of the chemicals that they had inside of the yeah inside of the screens. Like they, some of them had like mercury in them and stuff. Man, it's not and they're and now they're like leaching out into the environment in landfills. Not the point. Not the point. Point is though that they are now impressively thin, uh, mind-blowingly so, especially like. Uh, if you were to, again, show me as a kid how thin they were going to get, like hand me one, like hand me the monitor I'm using right now, I'd be like, uh, you're lying. This is fake. This is just, this is one of those fake ones from IKEA, right? <laughs> it's not real. Like, I remember, do you remember, um, <clears throat> did you ever have a coax connection cable to your, uh, TV? Oh, yeah. When you were a kid? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you know how they, like, actually were threaded so you had to screw it into the yeah. plug? Yeah. That actually saved my life one time, because I tried to climb up the entertainment center and pulled the TV out, and it, like, fell forward, but it caught stuck on the coax cable, which was oh. screwed into the plug, and because of that, it did not fall on and kill me. Wow. I was, like, maybe three. But, yeah, TVs, TVs, man, used to be flipping huge. Now we, d- d- mounting, mounting a TV on the wall was something you could only do with, like, smaller models back yeah. in the day. And even then, you had to get like a, like, it wasn't even really on the wall. It was on a, sitting on a bracket that was, the bracket itself was mounted on the wall. Now you can just, now most TVs come where you don't even have, you can't set them on something. You have to mount it on the wall. Like, there's yeah. no alternative. I think
0: <laughs> uh, the, the tube TV that I had when I was a kid was like, was like five foot wide by like, I want to say like five foot wide by like five foot. Foot tall and then like four feet deep, like and it just <laughs> sat on the floor.
1: Four feet deep. It was it, yeah. It oh. went. It went
0: back, man. Mm. I had to see if I could find a picture yeah. of it.
1: Yeah, you know, if if the Fine Bros content wasn't so cringe, I think it would be amusing watching children react to the technologies of yesteryear. Because the, back when they first started, they had some pretty good video. Like they, they. I was like. When they first like became big, I was like, you know what, there's potential here. I can see why they're getting popular. But then they tried to copyright the word React and things started going downhill. Not the point. But um Yeah. Do you remember that Jai TV we used to have in the middle school room at church? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that thing. It was it was the, for those It was
0: essentially one yeah. of those. That my old TV when I was a kid.
1: Right, so for those of you listening at home, it was so big that you it was its own entertainment center. Like, it literally just sat on the floor. Yeah, that's how mine and was. And there was no other way to use it. It had wheels. It rolled along on tiny little wheels. Ours
0: did not roll. And it just sat there.
1: All right. But the one in the church was on these tiny little wheels that were, because they were so small and the TV was so massive, it they didn't really work. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, they were, it was huge.
0: Yep. It was great for BO2.
1: Yeah, I just, yeah, so massive. And do you remember the like when you turn when you would turn on a CRTV and you'd be like, "Beep," <laughs> you could you could you could it it made us like um like a staticky noise yeah the screen when you like the screen
0: off. like slowly lit up like a projector
1: yeah like powered up did you ever hold a magnet up to one? Oh, yeah I I never did but I was I was always told about how he would mess it up. I was like, well, I don't want to get in trouble. We actually so I did in
0: the uh, the the latter years of my old TV's life. I think my sister and I stuck like a really small magnet in like the the top right and destroyed like five percent of the screen. <laughs>
1: do you also remember how they they tended to be like they would curve out a little from their frame? Mm-hmm. Now monitors do just be flat, straight up. They were like there was a curve to it. There are.
0: I remember when like a, a curved, sleek monitor was like the the thing, you know. When they were trying to like really, yeah, well, man, really push how, for like, like the seventy two inches that like wrapped around your whole living room or something.
1: Uh, yeah. Or like um on a on a PC, it would be like the tower and then that nice fat square monitor. Yeah. Like, do you remember the old IMAX with the oh. bright <laughs> transparent plastic color colored plastic? Yeah. Classic stuff, man, classic. And when you booted it up, it goes burn. <laughs> like Wally. Yep good good times good times i miss i'm sad that they got rid of that sound honestly that that was like iconic like the playstation 2 oh yeah man (laughs) or the ps1 true or the gamecube
0: playstation in general they just kind of fell off with their startups or like windows xp
1: oh yeah there you go then there's an iconic startup sound (laughs)
0: yeah Nah, there's nothing worse than trying to like get on the computer like really early in the morning. Like I'm just gonna play some games, like I don't need to ask, nobody's up and it would just maximum volume just <laughs> Bass boosted. The there's like the wind is like blowing your hair back from how loud the speakers are
1: <laughs> And you're like flying backward like Marty McFly at the beginning of Back to the Future. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. That's another thing, like how windows has changed over the years it sucks operating systems (laughs) in general yeah yeah that's a real it's a real shame honestly like there's no drm in windows 10 and that is garbage frankly i think the last but that's another topic for another day yeah definitely Uh, anyway i'll pass it back to you
0: uh that was that was it man we kind of oh really yeah
1: we went over all mine right all right well i got one last one and that is uh, game cartridges. Do you remember how big they yeah. used to be?
0: Yeah, Like you know the, what?
1: The earliest game console I owned as a kid was an N sixty four, and those are those are pretty sizable. Even like they're smaller than SNES ones. Yeah, I think with at least width wise, but uh, they were they're still sizable as far as like, you know, they go. Mm-hmm. And then and then um, we got to like the, the you know the GameCube and uh, that era, and it was all on discs. And I was like, okay, all right, this I can understand why this is the future. Load times are faster everything looks better
2: mm-hmm.
1: um i always thought it was weird how gamecube discs they they elected to have them be so tiny they were cute but they yeah you, know, yeah. you could definitely tell it suffered a little bit because of that mm-hmm. and, but if you had told me uh, during that era like when when the, the gamecube and the, like the wii era i actually should say when when that was the console that reigned supreme those, those that generation if you had told me that we would eventually go back to cartridges uh i would have called you uh, a liar but i guess arguably um At least Nintendo's handhelds never stopped having cartridges, but, like, we went from the N64, which was cartridge-based, to the GameCube, which had CDs, or discs, then the Wii had discs, and the Wii U had discs, but then they came out with the Switch... And that has cartridges again, and it's like even faster and better than uh, any disc could hope to ever be. Oh yeah! And it it, it was mind blowing a little when it first came out. Not gonna lie. And they're like it's the size of an SD card.
0: Yeah. If if you told me like that my game cartridge for an entire like thirty gigabyte game would be the size of a quarter, I would be like, that's not possible.
1: Yeah. If you would have gone back to like 2011, well, well back back when Xbox 360 was at its peak. You know, Halo 3 was out there, Skyrim, and you handed me, if you handed me Breath of the Wild, the Breath of the Wild <laughs> cartridge on Switch, and was like, Behold. you were like, this is like three times bigger than Skyrim, I would poop my pants and fall over <laughs> it, but, and also not believed you. <laughs> the only
0: thing, that my only quarrel with, like, the advancements that we made in, like, the gaming world and, like, everything is that... It you everything needs to be downloaded. Back in my day, you could yeah. you could pop a disc <laughs> in your Wii, and you were good uh, for
1: instantly. All they had to do was read it, and you were good for hours. Dude, Nintendo is the only modern console that. I, well, there I should rephrase that. There are modern there are versions of of current gener consoles that don't even have disc slots anymore. Yeah. they're just like oh, it's download only. It's, uh, you're out of luck. God help There's you. There's a digital only PS Five. And, and uh series x oh uh, well it's called the series s right but it's that's what it is and that that to me sucks man that's not cool yeah i i would be i want my i like my physical copies man Mhm. like did you hear about um that whole case um in the late 2010s where someone like this happened like at least twice maybe three, three times um it's like people's Oculus accounts would get deleted and they lost all their games. And then uh, Facebook was just like, yeah, you're SOL, sorry. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> I was like, and that's why I'm never getting Oculus. But um, no, that that kind of thing, and that, that's happened on the, um, Origin Game Launcher as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't think Sony's done it. I, I want to say Ubisoft maybe did it? I don't know. There are plenty of scummy companies out of there who probably have thought about doing it at the very least. I think... You know what? Apple did that with their music once or twice. They, yeah. They've like deleted people's yeah. iTunes libraries. Um, that's a little different, though, because music is stupidly easy to pirate. But True. Um, yes, I'll always prefer having a physical copy of a video game every single time.
0: The only thing that sucks is that uh, back when I was a kid, my favorite video game, one of my favorite video games was the LEGO Star Wars Complete Saga on the Wii and j- that's a good one. i was like one character away from comp- like total 100 completion Uh or like something i was like so close and like the Wii broke with the disc inside and just like oh. completely
1: wiped everything that's the worst i, I... wait oh your save
0: yeah well it like broke the Wii completely oh it just
1: died yeah so there was Man. there was no now you could probably google that and find like six different ways to fix it probably that's, uh, it's pretty, pretty great how that works today. That's, um, but, um, that's a, that's a good, that's like, a, uh, the complete saga on the Wii. That's like how to do a remaster. They not only, um, you know, made every they made the, the original games like look good. Yeah. And they, uh, I, I don't know if they up-rezzed it. And I'm pretty sure they did. And they, you know, they updated it for the the Wii, but then they added in, um, cut, content that was originally cut from the first game mm-hmm. and then more additional content, um, that you could do from the, the cantina. That's how you do a, a remaster, it, man.
0: It was, it was, I spent so, I probably put, I'd say 600 hours into that game. There's probably not even that much hours of game time, but it's just me playing it over and over and over again.
1: Right, yeah, because it's a good game. I mean, this is going to, I probably, well, it's probably not as ridiculous with the advent of the Skywalker Saga <laughs> game, but I always felt that the LEGO Star Wars games are some of the most immersive Star Wars games you could play. Oh, yeah. And to be fair, I didn't have much other Star Wars games, but um, they're still pretty great. And the and the way that you can just hop in a ship, and and uh, fly around, blasting your enemies out of the sky over the Death Star or whatever, it's it's pretty great. And the level design was killer, man, on point. Okay, I think uh, six hundred hours might have been a little bit of a <laughs> an overstatement. <laughs> I play that game a lot. That's I'll say that. Uh, fair enough. You know, I yeah. That checks out. I I believe you that you played it a lot. Maybe not six hundred <laughs> hours a lot, but a lot. I did too. Uh, yeah. Great game. Did you like um what was your thoughts on three when three came out? That that one kinda blew my mind. It was
0: I was I was pleased. I don't think I left my basement for like a while.
1: Yeah, I remember being shocked at just the size of the hub world in that game. Yeah. Like, it completely blew away at any anything else that I had known at the time, you know? Like with the um the first Lego Star Wars, we got Dexter's Diner, which was pretty small, mm-hmm. and then we got the Cantina and number two, which was a little bigger.
0: Going from the Cantina to that, I was like, "Wow, yeah. I can go
1: everywhere!" Yeah, if you if you've never played Lego Star Wars three before, basically the hub world is when you when you first load up the, whenever you load up the game, you will start on the bridge of a the Venator cruiser, which is a Republic, um. Battlecruiser ship. It's like, a, you know, it's got all the other smaller ships inside of it and, and troopers. And then you can go down the elevator and you can sp- explore around right in there. And there's a character creator and there's a, a ground vehicle showroom. And, and then there um, a, a bunch of just other stuff you can do. There's a, a room where you can control the exterior cannons and shoot at enemies. And then you can go down to the hangar. And if you spawn in a ship and you hop in it, you'll automatically fly out of the hangar and into space. And then there's a giant area of space where there's a space battle going on, which you can participate in for money. Yeah. And then if you fly the, the Venator's all the way on the left, if you fly all the way to the right, you'll run into a Separatist frigate, which you can then land in, and it's not quite as expansive as the Venator, but it's got it's got a a ground vehicle room in it, and it's got the bounty hunter room in it, and a turret room, and you can also go up to the bridge in it as well. And that is also, I I have to say, I kind of like them. The because it's it, oh, it was all contained it was still more contained in that game. You if you wanted to buy a character, you had to find them and beat the ever loving crap out of it, and then they become <laughs> yeah, purchasable. Yeah. In, in the previous games you just walked up to the bar and, and bought them. But I think in, in um yeah, I think the either Lego Star Wars three or Indiana Jones two is the first one to be like, Alright, you gotta find them and then beat them up. But it was executed a lot better in in Lego Star Wars three. I
0: think it was that was one of my favorite parts, playing with someone else and then being like Do you have that character? Have you seen that character before? Like, get um!" him! Get um. (laughs) him!
1: That was, okay. Also, in in Lego, I think it was either, again, Lego Stars 3 or Indiana Jones 2, where you could actually walk away from Player 2 and the camera would, the screen would split yeah. in half, and you'd have your own camera, and you wouldn't have to, like, be dragging the other player along with you. That was incredible. That blew my mind as a kid.
0: I would have, I would have fun if, like, if someone was like, I'm gonna go get a drink real quick, I'll be right back. Like, the way they had it to where the, it would, like, remerge was, like, so clean to, like, to yeah, yeah. Clean, I would just walk back and forth.
1: I was <laughs> like, that is so sexy and smooth. I love it. I remember <laughs> one time I was playing with my little cousin, and... Um, we were just literally messing around in the hub world. That's how like immersive and fun the hub world is yeah. in Star Wars Three. And so I would I would just keep getting in a ship and flying over to the other uh, like battle cruiser whenever, and he would keep trying to follow me. But every time he would come in and land, I would get in and take off and go to the other one. <laughs> and it, it, eventually, I did it so many times in a row that it made him cry, and he, <laughs> he had a tantrum in the room, on the floor in the room next to me, and I was just sitting there playing the game. That's. Good times. I love I loved trolling that little guy. Yep. Uh, Good stuff. Shout out to you if you're listening. I don't know if you actually consistently listen to this podcast, but uh, yeah. I won't name drop you to save you from embarrassment, but yeah.
0: And shout out to you if you are listening and you've made it this far consistently. We appreciate you. It is viewers, yes, listeners absolutely. like you that make this possible.
1: <laughs> yeah, do you ever watch PBS? <laughs> yeah, of course I watch yeah, PBS. Yeah, they're always like... Uh, Special thanks to viewers like you at the end of the credits. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Or, or like, I think it's like during commercial rolls, it'd be like, this program is brought to you by viewers like you. Thank you. Yeah. I was like, oh, thank you. I, I feel so good. And you're welcome. For, <laughs> for sitting
0: on my butt for six hours a day watching TV.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, man. Do
0: you remember Cyber Chase? I was, I never watched it. I remember it, but I was. I don't, I didn't even know if I was allowed to watch it or if I just didn't care for it. I don't know. Dude,
1: dude, it was on PBS, man. PBS is like the kid friendly other than like, I guess, Disney Junior. Yeah, I, I knew it. Well, it, it I was wasn't like, allowed K- to, Network.
0: I wasn't allowed to watch anything on Disney either.
1: What the heck? It was, all right, dude. it was rough, man. Dude, I guess that's, we'll impact that drama on another episode. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, but, uh, basically Cyber Chase was like, uh. There's
0: a bird, that's all I know.
1: Yeah, yeah, he was. I think he was voiced by Gilbert Gottfried, and then the villain <laughs> of that show was voiced by Christopher Lloyd, and when I found that out, my mind was blown. Wow. But it, then when you hear his voice, you're like, oh, yeah, that's absolutely him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he does a great job. Neat. Yeah, it's a fun little show. Uh, anyway, I think uh, that's probably about it for this episode. I have no more to go on. Yeah, that's all I have. Yeah, that's all she wrote. We appreciate you tuning in. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for li- <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> Uh, we hope you enjoyed we'll see you next month and as always we'll see you in 20 years bye bye bye